This is Dubai Eye 103.8. Now, um, before we get to our two guests, who I'm hoping are going to go head-to-head on this, we have a for and against dressing for success. Before that, though, we're going to talk um, a little bit about someone quite famous, George, um, a CEO who, you know, you think of a lot of famous people, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, we've talked about these guys, and they say, you know, Steve Jobs even really famous for his, you know, turtleneck. And, he was and, the first one, actually. Yeah, so, yeah. And, I, and I take the point that having a uniform of sorts, whether it's your company uniform or a certain way that you dress makes your life easier fewer decisions in the morning get up put your uniform on but as you mentioned George you made a very very good point earlier you said yeah but they're tech startups yeah yeah and I think most of the guys that we saw doing the jeans and running shoes and t-shirt things were tech startups uh, you wouldn't see the, you know you, don't, you wouldn't see the start, a startup that's into corporate services or that's into uh, food or something like that you know dressing down dressing down for meetings I'll give you an example I had a meeting with uh, the CEO of one of the biggest e-commerce uh, firms in the region recently the guy was in jeans and running you know he was in running shoes sorry not jeans he was in a, a tracksuit jeans and a t-shirt and he was on his phone half the time and I found it very Rude. Rude, counterproductive. You know, I, his, his, his attention span was about 20 seconds, and then he'd, he'd go on and start, start texting back and forth. Uh, I don't know. I just thought that it wasn't very professional. I didn't think that it was a good business environment to be in uh, and, and, and to hold serious discussions. Okay, let's hear why Mark Zuckerberg um, wears the same shirt every day. I'm in this really lucky position where I get to wake up every day and help serve more than a billion people. Right. And and I feel like I'm not doing my job if I spend any of my energy on things that are silly or frivolous about my life. So that way I can dedicate all of my energy towards just building the best products and services and and helping us um, reach our goal and and achieve this mission of helping to connect everyone in the world and giving them um, the ability to stay connected with the people that they love and care about. Um, So that's what, what I care about. So even though it kind of sounds silly to all right, that, that, that's my reason for wearing a gray T-shirt every day. Um, it also is true. So that's what he has to say. Uh, frivolous dressing. How you dress is frivolous. Good for you, Mark. Startup Clinic. Okay, so a warm welcome to our two guests in the studio. We have Lucia Chabone, who's a founder um, and director of Image Consultancy. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me here. And we also have... Our second guest on this segment as well, we have Jad Halui, who is the co-founder and COO of Washman. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. So let's start with you first. Um, we'll start with the four. Um, Lucia, you're the same as me. You think it's important to dress um, for success. So tell me why you think that. Well, definitely, yes, it's my job to do. It's my job to persuade people that they should dress up for success, especially when you're an entrepreneur and you're starting up your own business. And at some point, you have to go out and meet other people. And those people might be investors you need to get on bus or they might be your clients you want to persuade about uh, your products, your services. And what you need to do is uh, they need to listen to you, actually. And they will just listen to you when, they, when you have their attention. And there are also three other aspects I need to mention. And there is like you paying respect to others when you're dressing up well for the occasion. Secondly, it's your confidence that raises with dressing up well, because when you not dress up well, you don't feel well, you don't, you don't feel you don't have that confidence to achieve things. But when you do, you can achieve whatever you want. And the third thing is that you um, 
impress others when you are dressed up well. And this impression lasts only three seconds. And first impression is the last one. So what can you do in three seconds? You just can impress your, themselves with your outfit, right? And uh, mm. body language as well. So, yeah, I would do it with an, with an outfit. That's it. Okay, Chad, tell me why um, Lucy is Jack's wrong. Jack's fuming right <laughs> <laughs> Tell us why she's got it wrong. I don't think she's got it wrong. Okay. I think the thing that gets missed out is context is very important to everything you do. So, for example, we went to fundraise in Germany. We met a very prominent person in a very prominent company. We met him in jeans and a, and a windbreaker. Four months down the line, headquarters were in suits. Okay, so tell us why in the first initial meeting you wanted to meet in, in, in jeans. Because the context didn't warrant more. It's an informal meeting okay. to meet a person for the first time. And we're meeting him when he's wearing his suit. And we're wearing our clothes when we're working. So we flew into Dusseldorf. We met this person in our, straight from the airport. We're not going to travel in suits. We're showing up how we work, how we show up to our work. So I work in... The same brand of T-shirts, not the same T-shirt itself. I don't wear the same black T-shirt that I'm wearing now. I have three colors. Off the hanger, onto, onto my body, and I'm out of the house. It's very straightforward. Yeah, but that, you're, Jad, you're also working in, sorry for the word, let's say factory, right? You're, you're, you know, Washman is, is, is provi- provides uh, c- cleaner services. And, you know, I've seen some of the facilities. Very impressive, by the way. Well done on that. But you're working, in, you're working in, in, a production, in a production kind of environment, right? You're not working in an office. You're not working necessarily in a corporate kind of uh, environment. How would you feel if you're working in a corporate environment and people were walking around with shorts and T-shirts on? So I worked in a corporate environment. Before this, I was in oil and gas. It was a company of 120,000 people. We wore T-shirts. We wore shorts. Mm. The difference was we had overalls, and that was the standard. If you're working, you're wearing your overalls. If you're in the office room, you're wearing your T-shirts and your shorts. I'm not for coming in slippers and, you know, sliders or flip-flops to the office. I actually don't like that. Personally, when we were starting up Washman, my my co-founder Rami and I, we used to work in the one bedroom we were living in. He would be working in shorts and barefoot, and I would be work- I would be dressed exactly like I'm dressed now and working. I needed the mentality of, I'm ready for work. And he was just always ready. And if you know him, he's always switched on, no matter yeah. what he's wearing. So- We've had Rami on the show um, before. But the thing I would say is, okay, say I come to work for you at Washman, and I am client-facing, I'm customer-facing, and I turn up and I think, okay, well, you two don't make an effort. Why should I make an effort? And that's no disrespect to saying a T-shirt or jeans is not making an effort. But I think um, if I go to an office, if I go to a store, I expect the people to be well turned out. I expect them to look like they've made an effort. So would you would you be happy with me coming into work in jeans and a T-shirt if I was maybe at the front desk of your company? I wouldn't mind. Hmm. Because you are reflecting the company's culture. How old You're, are you, Jad, if I, can, if I may ask? I'm 31. I can't believe you just asked him Yes, I can, I can ask him that because it comes back to what I was, te- I was telling you offline before. I'm not sure if we're online or offline. It's a difference of perception. To us, uh, well, to us, I mean, f- f- for my generation anyway, just, and I agree with Lucia, if, if I see somebody who's wear, wearing a suit, a tie, you know, a dapper, a dapper individual, there will be 
a certain element of extra respect to that person because because he's made an effort to to to, to look professional. And again, we have a different maybe we have yeah. a different definition of looking professional, right? To me, looking professional is wearing a suit and a tie and you know and, and being yeah, and being exactly. dapper. Whereas to you, being professional is an attitude rather than than a, than a dress maybe. And this is something I think Natalie that we're missing. Uh, there is a difference of perception between generations, and it's it's quite serious because uh, because obviously we don't you know we we see black they see white and, and vice versa I know, it's like a reality we're talking two different languages yeah, essentially yeah. I, I think okay let me take it this way then George you're a CEO of Virtue Zone and you have lots of people when when someone comes to the Virtue Zone offices it's open you can see a lot of the staff um, it's not just someone sat at a reception that you have that interaction with you can see people you can it's it's a bit like our studio it's here. open yeah, glass it's an open, it's concept, open. Yeah, you yeah. can see what's happening so you expect a certain standard from your employees I presume I would. I mean, I, I I expect a certain standard, especially that a lot of our employees are client facing. So we have a lot of clients that are coming in. I mean, if you're coming in to get advice on how to set up your company and we're a corporate services provider, I would expect our people to at least look corporate. Like, would you would you take advice from somebody in shorts and a t-shirt and he's telling you this is the best way to set your offshore company and have it as a holding, buying a couple of free zone companies and so on and so on? It just lacks a bit, in my opinion, again, this is my opinion, it lacks it lacks a bit of seriousness and it lacks a bit of, uh, of professionalism, if you want, uh, or sophistication, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Um, Lydia, how do you deal with clients then? You, you, you're an image consultant. How do you persuade someone who maybe perhaps isn't getting the interview success they would expect to? And maybe sometimes they're being judged on how they look and how they dress. How do you say to them, look, I think we maybe need to look at how you present yourself? How do you have that difficult conversation? Well, for me, it's not difficult because I'm really open and I'm telling, I'm, I'm, I tell them at the beginning that I'm straightforward with, with them. I'm not their friend, I'm their personal stylist. So I'm going to tell them the truth about how they look and what they should do to look well put together. So this is it. They either take it or leave it. They come to me because they want me to change something about their look and I'm just giving them advice on this. So I hardly had people who come to me and they don't, they don't agree with what I suggest because I do personalize it based on their shapes, based on their personalities, based on colors that suit them. So everything I do is very personalized. So I explain them everything at the beginning. I tell them I'm going to be straightforward with them and that's it. So we, we move forward. I didn't have any complication to, to persuade people how to dress up or so. Um, Lucia, let me just start with a question that's coming from you. No name on this one. It says, um, what's your advice to entrepreneurs who let their style slide due to the startup grind? Najat, that's something you definitely know about with Washmen. Um, sometimes time and money, this person says, Lucia, um, means um, sometimes time and money becomes prohibitive and looking good slides down the list of priorities. So what would you say to, to, to that entrepreneur? Anyways, I would say it's a high priority to dress up well because anyways, you meet someone, you create halo effect. So it works the way that when somebody sees you, they connect your look with your abilities. So immediately when they see you well dressed up and you, you, you look well put together, they think that everything what you do in the future will be done the same perfect way. And that's what you need at the beginning of your career or at the beginning of your startup. People, not to persuade people only with the talks because you don't even have to have a chance to get there. So that's, that's so I, I would say that you don't have to go for high-end brands when you want to dress up well. You can go for, for, you know, less expensive pieces and 
just to know how to style them together to to create a nice outfit i can i have different kind of clients uh, who who shop in different stores and they are not necessarily always uh, high end brands so um Wherever, whatever I can do, I can create whatever outfit uh, they, they ask me for. Yeah, let's be clear. We're talking about the style here. We're not talking about the brands or the... Or yeah, the, you it's know, not the cost. It's not the yeah. cost of the, of the... And I don't, I don't buy Zuckerberg's uh, excuse for a second that he doesn't, you know, he doesn't wear a suit because it takes too much of his time. Does he brush his teeth in the morning or does that take too much time as well? Too frivolous. Yeah. Too frivolous. Yeah. But when you look at Mark Zuckerberg and when you go on Google and you put Mark Zuckerberg and suit beside his name, there is lots of pictures of Mark in a suit because wherever he wanted to impress, for example, in his hearing, he had last he year. He did, I, think. I remember, yeah. He did, and he, he did it really pretty well. I checked him like uh, last time and uh, he had a nice uh, color of his, of his tie because he knew that he wants to be trustworthy. He has a white shirt because it's like, I have nothing to hide thing. Then his suit was really well done, well measured, and he also... Know, he also knew he should unbutton his button at the, and, uh, when he's sitting Sat down. down yeah. So he either has the stylist or image consultant or for whoever, sure. but sure. he knows how to impress and he pay attention to it. Even when he's got with his wife to some occasion, he, he didn't wear the hoodie or something or yeah. T-shirt. Yeah. So I wouldn't generalize this. Just like, well. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to talk to the U.S. Senate, you might as well not seem tone deaf. Yeah. yeah, you need to wear a suit because the last thing you want to be thinking about is did I offend someone by what I'm wearing? Yeah, it's the same thing in a startup and what we're doing. If I'm going to meet the CEO of a large private equity, I don't want to walk into his office in shorts or in jeans because then what are his employees going to think of him? Yeah, so it's about context is king in this situation. So this guy you met in Europe in Dusseldorf, you met him in a cafe or you met him in his office or where did you meet we him? We met him in a cafe. You met him in a cafe. Okay. okay, yeah. I mean, I think the context is important. Imad's text in on four double zero one with a really interesting point. Actually, Imad says the concept of being overdressed or underdressed should also be considered. Um, if the same jeans and t-shirt is replaced by a trouser and shirt, the whole outlook will change. So if you wear a suit to an informal meeting, it might not go well. So that's kind of your point. If you're going to an informal meeting dress informally when you went to the headquarters you dressed in a suit they were in a suit so it it was the context and I think that's interesting one person who was particularly good at this context dressing was Barack Obama I don't know Um, we were looking at some of the research this morning and basically he would do lots of his speeches in his suit but if he went to go and look in some of the sort of working class areas he was giving a speech about providing jobs um, encouraging people back into the economy he'd wear a shirt which was rolled up his sleeves it was a little more relaxed and it was like okay I'm ready for work you know if you've got your sleeves rolled up you you look as if you're ready to engage and I think people like to be mirrored so if your dress sense you two as the founders dress a certain way then I feel like lots of your employees fall in line and see what you're wearing and, and try and mirror that kind of situation I think what really matters also is you might be dressed in a certain way but then the attitude you brings to work is what people will mirror when you're in a startup people can see the energy you're bringing to work every day and if you're high energy and you're focused then no one is really thinking, oh, did the CEO come wearing slippers or did the COO come wearing a, like a torn T-shirt? I mean, no one is really thinking about that. Obviously, they might have an opinion about your dress sense, but when it comes to work ethic, everyone wants to mirror the work ethic and the expectations that you set in place for them. That and said, it matters what you wear when you meet external parties. And I'm in, in agreement with all of you about this. Now, we were looking for sort of arguments on both sides and I kept coming across over and over and over CEOs, very successful entrepreneurs who say the kind of same things that you're saying, Jad. Jack Dorsey, you know, Twitter Square, he says, you know, he wears leather jackets, T-shirts, jeans. That's his look. That's what he does. Richard Branson, interestingly enough, you know, sort of says suits and ties are outdated, you know, 
as you say, he, he basically says, I judge people on their achievements and their ability. And if someone works hard, it doesn't matter what they've got on. I take their work as their biggest sign. But not everybody is like Richard Branson. I think people judge you a lot when they first meet you. And rightly or wrongly, you know, as a child, you're taught don't judge a book by its cover. But you look at the bookstore and there's millions of dollars that have gone into designing those book covers for a reason. We do judge things and first impressions count. It goes subconsciously, so you cannot help, you cannot like stop it, you just can help it somehow. And going to uh, Richard Branson, when we went to uh, Wimbledon last time, he was wearing the uh, the blazer or, you know, yeah. because of the occasion. So I agree with this occasional things that you dress up according to the occasion. Of course, when uh, you're going for an informal meeting and you know that people are dressed up informally, you go there, but you don't go, go there like really loose. You, for example, can take chinos and nice polo shirts or you can take like shirt with, uh, you know, with uh, sh- uh, long sleeves and whatever, but you don't go really loose with a... Uh, holes in your jeans or something like that well steve's text in steve says ultimately um chad this is another one in your in your team i think you are winning to be fair just because george and um lucia and i disagree with you i think most people are on your side (laughs) steve says ultimately (laughs) ultimately success depends to a large degree on your competence which has nothing to do with what you're wearing ask yourself would you rather deal with someone who's dressed casually and does a great job for you or someone dressed in a sharp suit but who is clueless and doesn't offer any real help i agree with them (laughs) <laughs> Again, the, we, we go back to... So let me ask you this question. Go ahead, go ahead. Continue well, and I'll ask uh, What I'm question. saying is, if you're dressing in a suit, you are giving the preliminary impression that you are competent. The second you start talking and a few questions roll in, that is when your competence is again being reassessed in a meeting, again, among professionals. So even if you're wearing a shirt and a t-shirt, you may seem incompetent, but then if you're answering the questions and you're showing, displaying competence and ability, that, that's forgotten in, in a few minutes. But there so, is still the power of this first impression yeah, that so it's still is lasting. Yeah, so if you're a lasting. salesman, for example, is, if you're a salesperson, let's say for some financial services or whatever it is, is that part of your competences to be dressed properly? Yes, and you, should, and you should have a Salvatore Ferragamo uh, tie and you should have an Hermes tie if you're in a hedge fund, yeah. of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Julie, Julie Mallon's texting on 40012. She says, as a sleep consultant, I always have a professional outfit smart. I've seen this creates confidence and respect, which is fundamental to my work practice. And George, that kind of speaks to what you're saying. If people think that you're competent at your job, like you said, the first impression is there and it's the behavior afterwards that you need to follow through with. We all accept that. No matter how terrible you are at your job, a good suit isn't going to suddenly make people think you are okay. One thing I wanted to bring you guys' attention to, I don't know if you remember this very long time ago back in 2010 Swiss Bank UBS a huge bank in Switzerland um, they published um, a manual instructing their bankers not only on how to dress but how to smell so you were <laughs> <Nice>. encouraged <laughs> you were encouraged to wear um, some aftershave but not too much mm. if you're a woman a little bit of perfume but not overwhelming a little bit of makeup, not too much. Um, it was 44 pages long. So this company went viral. And I think they were. it was very serious. Let me give you an example um, of some of the tips that, the, that were in there in this book. This is an employee handout. This is what they took home. They say, a flawless appearance can bring inner peace and sense of security, which is interesting. And also things like jacket buttons should always be closed. As you sit down, make sure you remember to open it. 
jackets for women, different advice for jackets for men, um, talking about the narrowness of your shoulders. If you must wear eyewear, it has to be in a subdued colour range. If you're wearing jewellery, make sure it's matched to, to the metallic of your glasses frames. Can I comment? Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. I mean, this is tedious. The amount of time I have to think about what I look like is just unbelievable, right? If it's... Just on, call on, me. On, on the other... <laughs> on, on the other you don't have to think, <laughs> just call me. I, 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 already have it, I already have it ready, but I want, to, I want to talk about the other side of things. Um, a few years ago, I think in 2015, there was a lawsuit filed somewhere in the UK about a bank forcing women to wear heels. Why yeah. should a bank dictate what a, what, what a person can wear? Sure, there's a limit, but if we are dictating what is considered acceptable or professional, then why can't I dictate what people are going to wear? You need to wear heels and it must be still that those platforms are not allowed. I mean, it seems unreasonable at this day and age to, to be dictating that level no, I agree with detail. you. I agree. I agree with you to, to dictate that level of detail and that level of style is, is a bit ridiculous. But I think it, it's okay. And to it's French. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm gonna de- I'm gonna move on a second and and just mention this though because this is what I keep coming back to. In 2017, loads of psychologists, uh, scientists from um, California State University and Columbia, um, they they did a study and they found that the clothes that we wear can influence the way we think. So they did five experiments and they found if you dress to impress, it enhanced your ability to engage in abstract thinking. Now, not every job requires abstract thinking, but they did find that the formality of the clothing um, doesn't just influence how other people perceive you, but how you perceive yourself. And they think it could influence decision making um, through through your processing. And the thing that I always used to get teased by from my co-host Tim Elliott, when we did Drive Live, he laughed at me because I had a uniform. And I have a uniform and I have a wardrobe that is solely for work clothes some things there's a bit of crossover but I take something out of my work wardrobe the night before and that's what I'm wearing the next day and that's just easy for me I don't have to think about it and when I get home from work I take you know I say I'm getting out of my school clothes and I put my comfortable home clothes on and my mindset changes when I wear some of the outfits hmm. Chad, stop shaking your head at me. You're my person. I, I, I agree with you. No, I just wanted to apologize to my wife because she's French. So. <laughs> so is mine, so that's, I apologize to her as well. That's where I'm at now. It's perfect. You're always prepared for the occasion. That, that's great, you know. And, and, and George, um, Steve also says, just a reminder, all the people at Lehman's wore suits before they went bust. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, I true. Guess. that's a good point. That's a good point. But they, you know, they went bust in style. Well, that's true. Perfect. They looked style, great. Yeah. They looked great as they failed. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, I think it's it's difficult, and and one of the things that I think is most important that we've we've kind of discussed today is context. Context is everything, um, and I think it's it's interesting. The guys that deliver for you, they have polo shirts. Is that right? Yes. And why? Is th- there's a reason. Okay. Because a collar actually captures sweat much better than a t-shirt, and that keeps their necks clean and then safe. Okay, so keep some. So it's I, a practical, practical. It's, it's a practical one, and then it breathes also. Mm. But yeah. follows us somewhere between shirt and t-shirt, so it's yeah. fine. I mean, it's, well, it's we, the middle. We got them t-shirts yeah. without without collars, and they all complained that they wanted the collar. Mm. And the yeah. reason was we sweat as we move uh, move along, and then the mm. the collar helps us. Yeah. Okay, and just if you think even if you get in a a, a taxi or a um, Kareem or an Uber here, the drivers are wearing a uniform or they're dressed up, and you know that is obviously part of a mindset as well. I mean, as a customer, if you were getting into a limo, let's say, and the, the, the limo driver turned up, the chauffeur driver turned up in a tracksuit and trainers, would you, you know, are you expecting the same thing or would you, it would feel out of context, it would feel strange? 
Again, we go back to the context conversation. If you're a farmer, you need to be dressed like a farmer. I'm in, I'm in a laundry business. Like George said earlier, I work in a factory. I can't show up in a suit, otherwise no one will take me seriously. That means I don't get my hands dirty. And the image I want to give everyone in the company is that it, when, when push comes to shove, I can work as hard as any of you, if not harder, right? So that's the impression I want to give. Okay, that's all we've got time for. It's been a really interesting discussion with you both. Thank you for coming in. Lucia uh, Chaboni is the founder and director. She's an image consultant. Lucia, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. And we also have my nemesis when it comes to dressing. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. And um, we also have Jad Halawa, who's the co-founder and COO of Washman. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. This is Dubai I 103.8.